You're listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org. Our scripture reading this morning is taken from Psalm 150, verses 3 through 6. Praise God with a blast on the trumpet. Praise with strumming soft strings. Praise God with castanets and dance. Praise God with banjo and flute. Praise God with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise God with fiddles and mandolin. Let every living, breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah the word of God for the people of God. Special guest in the audience tonight, legendary record executive, Mr. Clive Davis. My voice is gone. What? You start the show tonight. No talking back. I'm your mother. What's your name again? Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Wake up! It's on! It's on! This is really loves me. My dream? Sing what I want to sing. Be how I want to be. I say a prayer with every heartbeat. Reach as big an audience as I can. Common criticism of you, your music isn't black enough. Look, I don't know how to sing black and I don't know how to sing white either. I know how to sing. I might have just heard the greatest voice of her generation. Maybe. Maybe. It's got to have a hook. A hook? Yeah. That was our movie for this week. I don't know how many of you were little kids with a hairbrush in front of your mouth singing into the mirror to a Whitney Houston song growing up, but that was me. Every minute I could get, I was trying to be Whitney Houston or someone like her. Those people are so exciting when we get to see their lives from afar, not realizing that the humanity that they have behind the curtain, behind the performance, is part of who they are as well. So when I got a late night phone call last night, you know the time when your phone rings, you know it's not good news. Kay, can you preach in the morning? What's the sermon? 
I said trepidatiously. Um, because in the past, when that phone call has come, it's been like about football or a movie about Star Wars. So I was a little nervous. Like, it's Whitney Houston this week. Oh, right. That I can do. <laughs> so as we gather our thoughts and prepare for our sermon today, let's pray together. God, may the words of my mouth and the words Pastor Megan has written and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. All right, so how many of you sing in your car? Anybody willing? All right, there's a lot of us. How many of you have ever sung in your car at the top of your lungs when you were celebrating? How about when you're sad? Anxious or mad, or just any time your favorite song came on. <laughs> pastor Megan's friend Joanna is a pastor in Virginia, and she calls this experience church. She would tell you there's a singing loudly in the car church. And at that church, the singing loudly in your car church, Beyonce might be like one of your pastors. She may be challenging you or echoing what's on your heart. Boy bands of every generation are like the youth group leaders. Whether you're listening to the Beach Boys, Backstreet Boys, BTS, this is the kind of music that rekindles in us what it's like to be young and a joy and being full of joy and even angst. And when you're in church in your car singing loudly, the bishop of that church, according to Reverend Joanna, is Whitney Houston. This past week, as one of our movie series, we saw the movie, I Want to Dance with Somebody, about the life and the music of Whitney Houston. I hope many of you got a chance to see the movie. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, the movie features many of Whitney Houston's best-known songs, like How Will I Know, I Have Nothing, and it follows her journey from singing in the shadow of her mother, who is the celebrated singer, Sissy Houston to signing her own record deal and moving from success to success, even as she struggled with relationships and even drugs. At our staff meeting this last week, those of us who have seen the movie got excited about all of our reactions. People said things like, she really was the voice of a generation. Several people said that they were surprised that they knew all the songs to, all the words to every one of her songs in the movie. As we left the movie theater last Tuesday, some of you may have felt familiar things. Whitney music, Whitney's music crossed the lines of race, age, and class to connect with millions of people. Probably even a few of us have sung a Whitney Houston song at the top of our lungs in our car church, right? Throughout the, mu throughout the movie, music is what drives Whitney. Music is that powerful expression of what makes us human. Art helps us interact with the world at a soul level, at a deep feeling level. And it shares who we are, what we've seen, and how we feel. Art at its best helps us connect with one another and our creator. And in the Bible, we find this kind of art in the book of Psalms. Some scholars call the Psalms poetry. Others call them songs. 
Some of us even call them poetry that can be sung. Certainly many of the psalms were attended to be sung, and some even have notes in the margins to that effect. The psalms reflect a wide variety of human experiences. There are psalms that express praise and celebration to God and to others. There are psalms that address the mistakes and the struggles and the sorrows that we face. There are psalms about how good and faithful God is. And there are psalms about feeling lost and abandoned. There's basically a psalm for every occasion. These songs may have been sung in corporate worship settings the way that we gather to sing Here I Am, Lord, and other hymns. For the Jewish people who originally received these psalms, and even for us today, the songs and poetry in the psalms provide the faith formation and foundation for generations. Psalm 150 is what we heard from today, and it's all about music and how we praise God through music. It says, praise God with the trumpets, but also with the strings and the flutes and the cymbals and the drums. There's no genre or instrumental limitations here. The psalm concludes with the phrase, let every living creature who has breath praise God. Everyone and everything gets to be part of this great cosmic song, from the loudest gong to the quietest of notes. Even our breath and our very being is part of the melody that singing praises to God. The truth is, music has always been an integral part of our faith. Jesus frequently quotes from the Psalms in his teachings, and from the book of Acts and Hebrews also contain parts of the Psalms. Jesus would most likely have known most of the Psalms by heart. In the same way you and I might be able to recite lyrics to a Whitney Houston song or a Beach Boys song, Jesus could recite the Psalms. These Psalms were part of who Jesus was. Music is a part of who we are, and it's a part of our faith journey. The Methodist instigators John and Charles Wesley were fully aware of the power of music as the Methodist movement began to take off. Charles, in particular, wrote hymn after hymn after hymn, articulating the distinct theology of those people that we now call Methodists. By some estimates, Charles may have written lyrics to as many as 10,000 hymns during his lifetime. Now, granted, not all of Charles' songs were chart toppers, but we still sing some of Charles' hymns today. From Hark the Herald Angels Sing to Christ the Lord is Risen Today. Wesleyan hymns are very much a part of how we celebrate holy days and who we are as Methodists. People of faith have always known that music is a gift, and it's no accident that music has a central place even in our scriptures. It has a central place in our worship services, and it's a central part of our lives even after, long after the psalms have been written. So, how do we begin and end every worship service? Music. Where do we turn when we don't have words to express our joy or our sorrow? Music. God gives us art and music as a gift. 
Music is one of our tools for self-expression. It's an avenue for empowerment. Have you ever seen the kids when they're done singing their song up here? Have you seen their faces? They are so empowered because they get to be part of the worship experience and share their art with us. It's an avenue for us to let go of pain, and it's a way to tell us that where we've been and where we're going might not be the end of our story. It's also a wonderful reminder that we are not alone. Our God is a musical, artistic, and creative God. The first chapters of the Bible have a single refrain. God created. God created. God created. So it should come as no surprise that we, who are made in God's image, would also seek to express ourselves creatively. There are more than a hundred references to music and singing in the Hebrew Bible alone. The great King David sang and danced even in parades. Mary, Jesus' mother, sang praises. Jesus and his disciples sang hymns together. Over and over we find references of people expressing their faith and life experiences through song. So can you think of a song? that's brought you through a hard time? Maybe it's one that you've heard on the radio or it's in that book in front of you called a hymnal. Can you think of a song that connects you with your best self, a reminder of who you want to be, who you long to emulate? Can you think of a song that gets you ready to face a tough day? Maybe it's the same kind of songs that get you ready to work out. <laughs> or go for a long run. It doesn't matter if it's a hymn or a pop song, something you hear on the radio, or if you still have those things we call CDs, cassette tapes. I know there's others. <laughs> the song sung from the heart can connect us with our creator and inspire us to live a life full of love and faith. So in these days ahead, let's give thanks to God for the music that moves us and shapes us, and let us lean into the songs that sustain us on our journey. And may we remember to continue to praise God with every song that we sing. Amen. You've been listening to the weekly sermon from Clarkston United Methodist Church in Michigan. We are a church dedicated to connecting people to people and people to God. To learn more, visit us at clarkstonumc.org.